Don't you, lovely Abby Dagren? Abby, 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 and welcome back to my podcast, lovelies. Today I'll be doing a needle chart analysis slash explanation on Harry Styles. I'll be speaking on his personality traits, his characteristic traits, and everything in regards to his career success and. That's what I'll be speaking on in regards to Harry Styles. So please stay tuned for the rest of my podcast, lovelies. At the bottom of the description box, you will see a link that tells you my link tree. You can press on that and you'll be able to see everything from my podcast links, my Instagram links, my social media links, my YouTube link. And my SD store link as well as my PayPal link. So you'll be able to see everything and be able to support. Okay, guys, let's get right into the podcast. Harry Styles was born on February 1st, 1994. And because he was born on that date, this qualifies him to be an Aquarius. So because he has an Aquarius in the sun section, he tends to be known for his brilliance and also his ability to think outside the box. As you guys do know, he was with One Direction and now he's a solo artist. So in order for you to be a solo artist, it's a lot of work. However, if you become a solo artist out of a group, it's very important for you to know how to do that so you can brand yourself as yourself and not continuously be branded as the group so that right there did take a lot of him having the ability to think outside the box and he was able to be successful with that and that really does show his placement in Aquarius in the best way next up is his moon in Libra and with this placement, he is a person that is very irresistible and people just love to be around him. If you do see his interaction with his fans or you see his interaction with people, you do see that people just love to be around him, that he's very irresistible and people just love his presence. He's also very intelligent and that's something that he really is, very smart. And that's something that a lot of people do acknowledge him on, his intelligence. He's also a very funny person. If you watch his interviews, you can see his humorous side and how hilarious he is. And also being charismatic is something that he is. And this is something that's great for his occupation because having charisma and being charismatic is something that really does help sell his image. And being able to have a great conversation with people is something that really benefits him in the long run. Next up is his Mercury in Aquarius. And it's great that he has his Sun and Mercury in the same sign because he's able to communicate how he feels in a way that he's able to understand and in a stronger way. With this, he thrives on being different from others. And he's always confident that his point of view is the correct one. And having a Mercury in a fixed sign, it does make sense because when it comes to fixed signs, they do tend to believe and know that their view is right. Mostly because they do research on a lot of the things that they talk about. And that's something that he loves to do. So having this placement is very important and having this placement is very interesting because they're very clever people 
and they seem to always be one step ahead of other people and they're very good judge of character so they know when people are not the best and when they're good next up is his venus in aquarius and with this placement this makes him have a stellium in aquarius and he's the type of person that would love to get in a relationship with someone based off of their intellect and they love to show off his intellect in order for him to get in a relationship with someone Friendship is something that he values in regards to a relationship. Yes, we're, we are married or we're in a relationship. However, friendship is what builds it and what makes it important. They want to have the same goals as the person they're in a relationship with. They love freedom. Freedom is something that's very important to them. And if they feel restricted in a relationship, then they're more than likely going to leave or just not be happy in it. Having individuality is something that is needed as well. They need to not just only be their partner, they have to be themselves. And having excitement is important as well. Next up is his Mars in Aquarius. And with this placement, he gets his drive from the innate desire to learn everything that he can. So as we know, Aquarius energy has to do with learning new things. It has to do with thriving on different things and learning new knowledge. Also, their ideas and opinions are usually inventive and original. But some people may call them eccentric and offbeat. And that's kind of Aquarius energy. But it's interesting because a lot of people will call people with placements in Aquarius eccentric and offbeat. But a lot of those things that they did, other generations to come will copy it and will do that same thing. So they are trendsetters in a way. And with this placement, they're always original. And no one can say, oh, they stole my idea. Because no, they're original people and people do appreciate them. Next up is his Jupiter and Scorpio and with this placement he will use his intuitive powers to get ahead in his career and personal life and this is something that comes with having a water sign in Jupiter using that intuition to know which job to take which job not to take where you should be at this point in time to know that you will get this opportunity is something that is beneficial when you have a water sign in Jupiter and they tend to be always self-aware. They know what they want. They know who they are. And with that in mind, they're going to make sure they get what they need and want. They also have a strong will. So if they want to do something, they're going to do it. And regardless of what may come in their way, they're going to make sure that it happens. And they're going to make sure that they're the most powerful people that you ever come across. And make sure that everything is done in a way for them to achieve. Next up is his Saturn in Pisces, and with this placement, he's also a person that looks down on their issues as unimportant in the grand scheme of things. And in this instance, at times, this can be used for good because sometimes we can make things look bigger than what they are. And if you have this placement, you'll be like, okay, let's just dismiss this and like keep going on in life. However, there are some people who will use this placement to not take care of business or do what they need to do so if it's used in the best way possible in regards to things that aren't important then it's like the greatest placement to have however sometimes they 
can neglect what needs to be done so they may not do things that need to be done because they're like you know what we don't need to do this it's not important but in a way it's great if used in the best way because you can see the future and you can see what really matters next up is his uranus and capricorn and with this placement, he's all about planning for the future as much as possible. And this will make him an automatic innovator. So for Capricorns, they tend to always try to save for the future, do things for the future, do better for the future. So when it gets to the future, they're able to relax and chill and just experience and appreciate everything that they've built. So... This is something that makes them an automatic innovator because it's going to make them try their best to figure out new things or new ways to make money, new ways to make successes, new ways. This makes them innovative and this can really benefit any generation because with their innovative ways, they're going to try their best to make life better for society and when you make life better for society, you're able to make money off of that and be successful in a way. Next up is Neptune and Capricorn, and with this placement, he tends to focus on ways to increase his power and wealth and influence. So this kind of correlates with the placement in Uranus, without the innovation part, but he will tend to focus on ways to increase that power. So while he's being innovative with the Uranus and Capricorn, He's figuring out ways to do it. Now he is focusing on how to do it. And when he gets that idea, how to make sure that he's powerful, how he's wealthy, and how he has a great influence on this earth. So this is something that is really important because he idealizes work and practicality and having the ability to attain reasonable goals. But sometimes he can stress himself out. But he's also selfless and giving, so he does have a balance with this placement. Next up is his Pluto and Scorpio, and this is part of the millennial generation. Since he was born between 1984 and 1995, he is a millennial. So he tends to have intensity and facing what is scary with this placement. That's kind of the vibe or the energy you get with it. He loves to have a revolution and he loves to have collective movements. He tends to see things that other people may not see. And he's always going to look deeper into any situation to discover what's really going on behind the scenes. So he's going to make sure that whatever is on the surface, he's going to make sure he's going to go deeper to make sure he gets to the bottom of everything that goes on. And with this placement, he's a part of a generation that loves to go into things that people won't consider very popular. Next up is his North Node in Scorpio. And with this placement, he will need to attribute or develop self-discipline, choosing constructive change, releasing whatever causes stagnation and low energy, eliminating non-useful possessions, enjoying things without having to own them. Accepting support from others, whether it's ideas, money, and opportunities. Enjoying high-risk situations that make one feel alive. Awareness of others' psychology. Opening to partnering, supporting, and merging power with others. 
Also, he will need to find power in his emotions and know that it's okay to be emotional. Learn the way of the eagle. Fly, soar, feel the wonders of the world. It's all within him. Connecting to his inner depth. Pursuing life with the intensity that is in him. So this is what he will need to develop in order for him to find his hidden gifts. Next up is his Chiron in Virgo. His Chiron is trying to surrender the need to be in control. Probably when he was younger, he may have been in a place where he was just not in a safe environment, not being able to have help, not being able to serve others, but if he did serve others, that's all he would do. Having not any control in his life was very difficult. So having control in his life is something that he really yearns for. But with this space, when he needs to realize that it's okay to not be in control of everything and I know it's hard because especially when you've been in control of everything your whole life or you've had no choice but to be in control it's okay to not be in control and find people in your life who love you and who want to make sure that you're safe and that you don't feel like you need to be in control next up is his ascended in Libra and with this placement he tends to be very balanced very charming very beautiful very artistic, very sociable, very polite. At times, he can be a people pleaser. He can be very pleasant and charismatic. He loves to preserve the peace and to avoid conflict. He dislikes being alone. He is keen to fashion and self-aware of looks. He's usually very polite. He typically has many friends and he's very romantic and gracious. He appears very friendly, but sometimes he can be detached. He has the tendency to be himself. He is softly persuasive and makes a good mediator. He's very great at fashion and is always self-aware of his looks. And this explains so much about him based off of his rising sign in Libra. Lastly would be his midheaven in Leo. And the top midheavens that tend to be the most successful are Leo, Capricorn, and Aries. And with this placement, he tends to have a commanding presence that works very well in a lot of fields like acting, sales, management, government, and teaching. So he has a very great personality that lights up the room and makes it easy for him to get the right connections needed. He's also the type of person that always finds himself in the spotlight in some way and he always feels like he's destined for greatness. And this is very important because he's able to go into situations and direct any situation or crisis with ease and he has great leadership skills and he knows how to deal with a group of people and he knows how to take center stage and be in control of everything. That's all I have for you lovelies today in regards to Harry Styles' natal chart. Please let me know in the voice messages how you felt. Did you learn more about Harry Styles? Did you get a better understanding as to who he is as a person and his career? Please let me know. 
And don't forget to hit that link tree down below to see all of my social media accounts as well as my SC store and my PayPal. I love you all and I will hear you guys in my next podcast. Bye lovelies.